1: Great Chrissy Chaos episode. We are having fun. I had two cold brews. We talked about everything going on in the news, everything going on in my life. Dude, it gets wild. We are coming to you live from Homeless Pimp's Apartment. I'm allergic to something in here, but man, did we have fun, 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 fun. We added Burlington, Vermont. July 27th, Chrissy Maple Syrups, Chrissy Bernie Sanders, Burlington, Vermont, and of course, all the other dates, San Francisco, Chicago Theater, Montreal's coming up soon, Um, and we've uh, got Brea Improv, California, chrisdcomedy.com for Tiki Wikis, but Burlington, Vermont, go get those tickets July 27th, and enjoy this episode. By the end of it, you're going to be mad at me. what's up everybody welcome to another episode of christy chaos where are we homeless pimps apartment baby you've heard of versailles well this is homeless pimps versailles dude it smells like weed socks and salads man i love this place we are uh in manhattan uh we we had to come downtown today we want to do the episode downtown um it's because uh I had a meeting um, with some peeps. Your boy might be getting back on TV, but in a good way. Um, I'll tell you about it when and if it happens. Um, but you know, um, we want. I want to come down. I wanted to see. First of all, homeless pimps, um, uh, pad man. I mean, we got to see. I mean, there's definitely you got a staircase up here with a little bed up there. Um, it's this is a. This, it's a tiny place, but it make you make the space work for you. It's tiny but mighty. I like it. Your <laughs> window fully opens, so I can never bring my kids here because they jump out. Um, and and I like it, dude. I like it's got a doorman. It's got a beautiful lobby. Um, I somebody downstairs, some jacked guy downstairs knows that you live here. So oh, yeah, there was the one kid who always he was knows. like, Oh, you're here for homeless pimp? I was like, No. <laughs> the doorman don't give a shit. I walked right in. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care at all. They don't care. Just old school Mexican guys.
0: And it's like me and all finance kids.
1: Yeah. It's great down here. It's perfect. I went to Joe and the Juice on your car. Have you been to that Joe and the Juice? Yeah, I don't like it. Dude, the the staff in there is so so annoying. so annoying, so smug. I was like, I was like, I asked for uh I got um I got a rebuild shake. It's called 515 calories. Um, and they asked what gender pronoun I'd like to put on the order. I said, just Chris. And I was like, what? Dude, I'm just trying to get a juice here. I'm just trying to I, – I was like, I need to speak to Joe. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, yeah, they're so smug in there. Like, I feel like kids now under 25 don't have any personalities. They just – they don't really know what – they don't want to talk to a human. I feel like I should just say – like, I, I wonder, I'm wondering if I should get a QR code tattooed on me so they think, so they can communicate with me and at least just try to scan me. I just want to be scanned by one of you kids. Um, I, um, we have big news today. Rudy Giuliani got smacked in my neighborhood supermarket yesterday. Who put their heads on Rudy G? Thank God you left that island and you left immediately because you were going to get fucking smacked up. Yeah, what I mean, happened? All the guy, want, all Rudy wanted to do was buy some mortadella. He was going, he was in the supermarket um, in a shop, right? Why is Rudy Giuliani in a shop, right? Why is he economy food shopping
0: now? Was he looking for hair dye? He was slapped by a 39-year-old. Yeah, I think the most fucked up generation is your age group. You think my age group's the most fucked up? Because half of them go extreme with the kids, and then the other half go extreme with the boomers. You guys are really caught. We're caught in between. But I will say, I I will say,
1: though, I will say our generation, we are the last generation, though, to have a personality. No, I agree. The younger kids, unfortunately, they just don't have a personality. So... I will agree that yeah, where court where there's some turmoil with with the mid to late 30s, early 40s, but the younger kids, I mean, man, it's bad with them. And now it's interesting that a 39 year old slapped Giuliani because I would think it was like a 19 year old and whatever because you know they got mad at Borat or whatever. And he said, "What's up, scumbag," which is a which is interesting because Giuliani I would think would be loved on Staten Island or at least not hated. I don't want to
0: say loved, not hated. But, but this guy slapped him. He them. got slapped by a 39 year old that stock shelves in a grocery Yeah, dude. You know? First
1: of all, anybody that. First, I'm surprised actually more employees of ShopRite aren't slapping people because do you realize if you're 39 years old working at ShopRite, that's not good? <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's not good. I don't think you can be happy. I don't think you. I don't think you could possibly be happy if you're 39 years old, walking, walking, uh, working at Shoprite. How about this? I know a person right now that I graduated eighth grade with. Eighth grade, they were 14 years old. They got a job at Stop and Shop. They still, to this day, work at that same Stop and Shop for 25 years. They've been working at the same Stop and Shop. They went from stock boy to Uh, manager of the stop and shop. Now, listen, I'm not hating. We all got different, you know, we all got different modes here. But I mean, if you still have this, if you're, unless you're the owner of a company, but if you're almost 40 and you still have the same job as you did when you were in eighth grade, that's not good. There's no way that can be good for your soul. There's no way you're happy. There's no way you're functioning in the way you want to be functioning in. Chances are, when you see Rudy Giuliani, you're gonna slap him in the face, and you're gonna knock the prosciutto out of his hand. That's what's gonna happen, okay? Um, and and I, and I don't. I'm sure Rudy Giuliani was just shocked by that because he thinks he's safe in Staten Island. And here's the bottom line. While well, my aunt, one of my aunts, is calling me. Oh, no. no, I can't pick it up. She's just gonna yell at me. Um, I'm getting getting yelled at by my family again, which is nice. Um, How was Violet's birthday? Oh, dude, Violet's birthday? First of all, my daughter turned one. We had uh, we had it at a restaurant on Staten Island called Don Cheech, which is a great restaurant, fantastic food. The party room that we rented out, by the way, every other day last week was 70 degrees, beautiful. The day of Violet's party, 93 degrees. The air conditioner blew out. So the air conditioner blew out, and I was worried that like my dad was going to pass out. That none of that happened. Instead, what happened was is they brought in these industrial fans, these huge industrial fans, and I just watched some of my dad's friends' toupees hang on for dear life. They were just flapping in the wind, hanging on. I watched the glue of some guy's toupee. It was, it was hanging on by a thread, and I was just hoping and praying that it flew off and, sp- and s- smacked right into the mirror. The cake, shout out, uh, I think it's Mark's Bake Shop or Staten Island Bake Shop. The cake that they made, it was uh, the theme was Alice in Wonderland, spelled O N E derland because she turned 1. The cake that they made was unbelievable. This cake that they made was sick. It was Seriously, one of the best cakes I've ever seen in my life and tasted in my life. It was a tres de leches because Jasmine needs to make everything fucking Puerto Rican. <laughs> and these guys are Italian kids. I'm like, why don't you just have them fill it with cannoli cream or rainbows like, or fake vaccine cards? Let them do what they're good at. And they made tres de leche and it was good. But even Jasmine was like, oh, I should have had to make something Italian. I'm like, yeah, I'm not asking your mother for fucking sauce over here. Okay, I'm not asking for that front. I'm asking first po- Pollo adobo adobo and arroz con Pollo and a link to her OnlyFans page. That's what I'm asking your Puerto Rican mom. That's what Puerto Rican moms are good at. So, so the cake almost melted under the heat of the the, the party room, and what happened was is the the she made the 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 baker made like this huge like um like Alice in Wonderland like tea thing and then the tea uh, like tea pot tea kettle handle from Alice in Wonderland and it and it detached from the cake because of the heat and then it looked like it's just a big and biblical cord or umbilical cord whatever umbilical umbilical I don't know how to say it and it was just hanging there and then dude how about this I spent four hundred dollars on a cupcake um cupcake and donut display to go with the Alice in Wonderland theme as soon as the kids, some of my cousin's kids, and my, my daughter, and some of her friends, as soon as they got into the party room, they knocked over the cupcakes immediately. And then my dad ate a cupcake off the floor. Hence why he has diabetes socks on all the time, pumping his blood back up <laughs> through his calves because it just gets stagnant because he's eating cupcakes off the floor. But overall, it was a great freaking party. Um, I love that somebody gave my one-year-old daughter, as a birthday gift, a scratch-off. I was like, nice. what is... What was the point of that? However, they did win $8. Hold on. (sighs) Sorry, I'm allergic. I'm allergic to to homeless pimps. Do you have a cat in here? I wish. Dude, do you ever get, like, feel claustrophobic up here, though? Or you just live in this?
0: No. no. Have
1: you been sick yet since you've
0: been here? Yeah, when I first moved in, I stopped smoking. I got really sick.
1: And you got sick, so what did you do? Did you just stay up in that bed all day? Yeah. Yeah, just kind of I'm walk.
0: used to the stairs, but I do get worried with girls if they're going to fall out the fucking window
1: where would they, would they fall out this window. Yeah, right. Yeah, because then there's no way there's no way you could prove that you didn't push them out the window. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Now, is this the type of apartment long term? You, you'll be here five years from
0: now in this like you could oh, live in this space. I could live. No, I could live here. I don't know. Who knows? Do you think there's some
1: there's somebody in this city right now? There's somebody in the city right now. Oh, God. Emilio's calling me. Let's see. Let's Hold see. On. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, we had a 12.30 with Hassan. I know. I moved it back. All right, cool. All right, good. I can't be on that, so. That's all right. It's fine. It's your personal stuff anyway, but plug me in after anyway. All right, fine. All right, in. Thanks, bud. Thanks for bringing nothing to the podcast, Emilio. I said you're on the pod. Say something juicy. Instead of saying that you pushed back a call with Hassan, and it's not even like it's Hassan Minaj. It's Hassan, my accountant. Oh. So it's like you push back a boring call. You should have pushed back something with fuck. Dude. How many boring calls do you do a week? Boring calls? Well, the bo- um, um, see, here's the thing. I hate calls. Here, I hate calls. Here's the thing. Here's what I think I've been doing a better job of, and I think this can apply to anyone in any field, delegating. If you can delegate and you can just trust other people to do the work for you like the, the stuff that's you don't deem as so valuable life improves now i'm like a month off twitter i can't tell you how positive my mindset is from just being off twitter so now it's like it's a good case study fucking delete twitter if you can if you uh, delete twitter if you uh, now i i understand different accounts, somebody, you know, somebody might not have a lot of followers and they use it to check sports or whatever, then fine. But if you are getting, are you succumbing to like, if you're always in negative Twitter wars, get off it. I'm telling you, dude, I'm so mentally improved by not being on Twitter and just letting Venetia handle the Twitter and let her want to kill herself. I'm like, let her get suicidal. Um, But delegating stuff is I used to be on all those boring calls or have to do this or that that I really didn't want to do. And now I don't do that. I'm just like, yo, Emilio, that's my manager. I'm like, tie your hair up in a fucking bun and take that call, dude. That's why you're getting a percentage of my income. So, um, but this call, actually the call with Hassan, shout out Hassan, great accountant. Uh, Not accountant, he's a a business manager. Um, Russell Altman's my account, shout out Russell Altman, great guy. Um, I do need to speak to Hassan, though, because I am plummeting in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So this is a call that I need to be on because they're like, hey, man, what do you want to give up? Your stocks or your house? You got to pick one. This economy is in the shitter. But do not. But folks, don't worry. We're coming back. The economy is going to come back. Everything's going to be fine. Um, I trust in Joe Biden. So, dude, first of all, I mean, this this, you know, the Rudy Giuliani getting slapped thing. I just want to talk about it again because it's like, dude, it, 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 I would never, like people now, it's interesting that you would slap someone that you don't know at all. You've created an image of who you think Rudy Giuliani is or anybody based off edited snippets and clips. Same thing with history everybody that we think we know in history even if you're a, a George Washington historian you only know edited snippet versions of him you don't know that person so for you to put your hands on anyone who you don't who you think you know who you don't really know in your life is it's insane and people now are doing this thing where they're make forming an opinion of someone's whole life off one thing or two things they may have said It's psychotic. We need to get back to hobbies. We need to get back to just getting out there and doing things, Going, living a little, you know, have a little nostalgia, go shop in a store. You know, I know Amazon's easier. Go out and and do your food shopping, unless, of course, you're doing HelloFresh and America's number one meal kit. They're great. But other than them, go out, go out food shopping, go do the things, these mundane things that you didn't like, Go out and start doing them again, and then you'll start to see that the world really actually, number one, isn't that bad of a place because you're not living in the bad places. And if you are living in the bad places, then you'll strive to get out of them, or you'll all you'll be killed by whatever regime is in there. But a lot of people take on, like this guy who slapped the the the, the who slapped Rudy Giuliani in the supermarket. It's like I could understand if Rudy Giuliani, when he was a prosecutor, put your father in the who was in the mafia in prison. Now you want to slap Rudy Giuliani because your mom went out there and remarried somebody else and you hated that guy and that guy sexually abused your sister or something. Then you want to slap Rudy Giuliani in the cold cut section. But you're slapping him because he says he slapped him because of the Roe v. Wade decision. It's like. What the fuck does Rudy Giuliani have to do with Roe v. Wade other than he looks like a walking abortion? That's the only thing that Rudy Giuliani has to do with Roe v. Wade. He genuinely has nothing to do with it. So people pull people in to things that have nothing to do with them. And, you know, even the Roe v. Wade stuff, I understand the the, the, the abortion stuff. I get, I get it. But, you know, it's not... All they're saying is is that it becomes a state issue, that should never have been a federal issue. You don't want the federal government in your personal life. You don't. You want it to be in a state because if you don't like that state, you can move to another state, right? If it's federal, then it's like well, I gotta move to another fucking country. Now I gotta le- now I gotta learn Swiss. I gotta move to Switzerland. Now I gotta learn Swedish. Is Sweden and Switzerland? What's the difference between them? One Swiss Miss, one Swedish Fish. Go to patreoncom slash Comedy. Count your, cast your vote: Swedish Fish or Swiss Miss? Um, so, I, I, you know, feel with the Roe v. Wade stuff. It's like, baby. First of all, it, you know, I'm a man, so I don't know what it's like to get a uh, Um I've been on the other side of a few of them. I, I'll tell you what, my bank account knows what it's like to get a swish portion. Um, but I, you know, I, it does suck, you know, talking to the women in my family. They're like, listen, this is my body, my choice, which I get it. I totally get it. But it also is weird. I'm, let me just say this again. Not I have. Thank God I'm not in a position of power. Thank God I'm not in the Supreme Court. Could you imagine what is the. What One of the worst things to be in the world is a Supreme Court justice, you are sitting on a court they call the Supreme Court? Oh, my God, it sucks. And then any decision you make, half the country fucking hates you. Thank God I'm just doing a podcast on the roof of a building that smells like feet. Thank God that's that's the only power I have is to talk to my, my fans, the Puerto Ricans, and just yell, like, you know, I'm just being silly willy. But these people were in real positions. It's like, dude, they're going to try to kill. Somebody's going to kill a Supreme Court judge. Somebody's going to kill one of them. And and because the people are so, they're so angry. But my thing is, is like, look, I understand woman's body, her choice. And it does suck that I get it, how this will affect mostly poor women who, like, say, can't move from Mississippi where, uh, you know, an abortion is illegal uh, now. But the only thing I will say is it it just is a little dicey when you're like cheering to kill unborn babies. It's just weird. Like I I get the things, but it's just a little when you're like, I want to have the right to kill my kid uh, because it's a little like, well, it's not like a good thing to have an abortion. Right. Like you shouldn't be wanting to have those. Uh, It should be that you should be legally allowed to. But it's a little bit like like I saw there was a picture of a woman. She was pregnant. She looked like she was seven months pregnant, and she was at one of these rallies, and she wrote on her pregnant stomach, not a not a human yet. And it's like, yikes, lady. That thing's kicking inside you. It is a human. Like when you have a child, like from the point of conception, you know, the heartbeat or whatever, after six, eight weeks, whatever it is, depending on, you know, how much coffee you're drinking, get your kid's heart kicking, Um You know, it is like you do. I'm sure the mothers, the women do become extremely attached to the to the child. So it's a little like cheering to kill your kids is weird, but also, you know, um, you know, the right for you to choose a woman to choose what to do with her body. I agree with that, too. That's why the Supreme Court decision is just saying we're not making it a federal thing. It's a state thing. That's all they're saying. Clarence Thomas and the Supreme Court didn't say abortion's illegal. They just said, what are the state? Hey, you have 50 states, you decide we're not making this a federal thing. So you know, and I think people just go and want to yell and scream. And first of all, a lot of the women who are out there protesting and screaming don't even have kids most of them don't even fucking have kids. And they're just yelling about shit. It's like, you don't even probably want kids. You're just like, you know, I have people in my family that have kids, don't have kids, transgender people. And you know, they're all like, whatever, like we're not going out there to fucking protest and yell about shit because it's like, it's really like, you know, it feels like now people just don't have much to do other than get angry at shit they see on the news or their Twitter feed or social media, and they get out there and they yell about things that, especially in New York, I mean in New York specifically, or if you're in a North, like most of the, like the protests that were happening in Union Square, it's, nothing's changed in New York. Zero. You know, like zero has changed if you're a woman. Now, if you want to advocate for a woman in Mississippi, I get that, but why don't you just go to Mississippi then? <laughs> And protest because you fucking made me sit in traffic and I missed one of my spots and nothing even changed for you. So I'm mad that I had to abort one of my comedy selling spots.
0: It was so, weird being in the, in the march, though. Some of the chants, I didn't really understand. Oh, did but, you go to an abortion march? I uh, was at the abortion march. Yeah, it started. Pro- in, was that yesterday at the pride parade? No, two days, three days ago. Right. It started in uh, Washington Square Park. And then after hours of people just kind of smoking weed and hanging out, all of a sudden they started marching and all these bicyclists went ahead of us. And shut down the streets Did you any, were, like, were you no going permits, there Pick no, up no. chicks what, what was I doing I was just taking photos Who How many But people were like Making out I with, was going to say Like
1: do you think There's multiple women Who are going to In six weeks Get abortions From the abortion rally
0: 100% Or have
1: kids From the abortion rally That'd be interesting If you're a kid That's going to be born And then 10 years from now Like you were conceived At an abortion rally That'd be fucking wild Are you allowed To name a kid abortion You probably should Be able to Magic Spoon, I love it. It's my favorite cereal, 140 calories, keto-friendly, sugar-free, grain-free. It's the best, 14 grams of protein. It is awesome. It's also gluten-free. Um, I love the peanut butter one. The They got a one, listen, because you know me. I love blueberry muffins, but they're no good for you, blueberry muffins. So instead, I have the blueberry muffin Magic Spoon. Babe, It first of all, itches my craving for blueberry muffins. Only 140 calories, and it's protein. So I've been able to, st- like, stay, you know, lean out a little bit, even though I got love handles, but that's not for Magic Spoon. That's just because I keep eating Carvel at the end of the night. Um, but I've been been able to get around eating blueberry muffins and itch that craving because the blueberry muffin cereal. Same thing with the cinnamon roll. It's like... Good cereal, and it tastes like the cereal from when we were kids, but it's even better. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash chaos, you can get a custom bundle of cereal. And if you use the promo code chaos at checkout, you save $5 off your order. Screenshot that and send it to me. I want to see that you're using it, and I want to see they're eating Magic Spoon because I genuinely love it. I have probably 50 boxes of it in the house now. So go to magicspoon.com chaos. Use the promo code chaos. Save $5 off your order, and this is what I love about Magic Spoon. They are so confident in their product. They have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you do not like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So you genuinely have nothing to lose because I know you're going to love it. And on off chance you don't, you get the money back. MagicSpoon.com slash chaos, promo code chaos, $5 off your order. Listen, we're all dealing with Sunday scaries, right? You're like, oh shit, it's Sunday. I'm getting so nervous. I can't sleep. Everything, the walls are caving in on me. What's happening? I live on the 36th floor of an apartment building. I'm going to die wake up on the couch and you notice you left your credit card at the bar, you texted your ex, you did something stupid. Well, Sunday Scaries is the CBD company that can help you out. Sunday Scaries CBD gummies were made to defeat the crap that life throws at us. They're the perfect CBD gummies for professionals, on the grind, super moms, students, party animals, whomever. CBD gum, they don't get you, you're not not—you're not going to lose your mind, you're not getting high off your ass, it's none of that. It's just to relax you, man. It's to take that little edge off those Sunday scaries, okay? So Sunday scary, first of all, it's the CBD gummy that I use. When we do the Chris and Eddie show, we do stuff Sunday scaries is what I use. So Sunday scary CBD gummies are the answer to help you stay calm and live your life scare free you're going to get a 25% discount. I said that right. 25% discount. If you go to Sunday if you go to sundayscaries.com and use the promo code CHAOS for your discount. That's promo code CHAOS for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. I'm going to name I mean people hate Clarence Thomas. People really hate Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court justice, because they say he's going after gay marriage next and he's going to go after this and that. it's like they, the Supreme Court said that they were not doing that. They said we're not going to go after any other precedents other than this one. And this one is because even RBG herself, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself, that little – I'm God, I miss her. RBG herself – I do. I liked RBG. Even RBG herself, she said – um, that, of course, pro-women, pro pro-choice, pro of course, just like I am, pro-women, pro-choice. But she even said, the Roe v. Wade is flawed. This is going to cause a big problem. It shouldn't be the way it is now. And we probably, at some point, are going to have to repeal this to make things better. So that's what's kind of happening. It's like, you know, people are like, it's the 2022, and I can't kill my own kid. What kind of country is this? And it's like, That that's not what's happening. Yes. In certain states, they're going to. But also, I believe, again, I don't know. Again, being a man. See, and also, too, I'm done with like, oh, you're a man. You can't talk about that. You're a straight. Fuck all that. Fuck fuck all that for, forever now. Like that's done. It's like we're gonna have if we're gonna grow and learn as a society, then people have to ask questions and you have to let certain people say dumb things and then you have a teaching moment with them and then they get better and grow. That's how this world has to work. So fuck everyone like, oh I can't speak about that. We can all speak on whatever the fuck we want, okay? So that's how you learn. That's I think that's a symptom of a healthy society when people can just have free speech and you're not gonna try to castrate them for that. So
0: but the chants, they were saying one of them was really confusing. The whole crowd was chanting, uh, "Healthcare should be for not the white and privileged."
1: Healthcare should be not for the white and privileged. Yeah, it feels like it always goes to that, like the white and privileged. I'm like, I don't have healthcare. I'm here, Got Yeah. It. The one thing I will say here's here's one thing I did learn. I watched on Netflix called like I think it's "Racism in America" or like the history of racism in America. It was done really great. Professor, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Harvard graduate from, I think, St. Louis, Um, really great guy. He said something, you know, you're learning about the history of of slavery and seeing more kind of like crude videos and pictures, and, you know, I I always want to learn about history, but he said something interesting, because there were times, I'll be honest, there were times in my life where... Some anger would bubble up with like white privilege where I'd be like, well, you know, my dad, you know, had a tough upbringing. My mom had no money. I was a product of divorce. I, what privilege did I have? Like I grew up in in, in a, in a la, multi-Latino neighborhood. I was the minority and blah, 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 blah. And then he said, you know, he's like, look, white privilege isn't about white. No, when, when, you know, he's, he's black, you know, he was saying, you know, when black people talk about white privilege, we're not talking about. You know, because you have white privilege, you're we're not taking away your accolades or not saying you didn't work hard for your accolades. We're not saying any of that. We're just saying that you, because you're white in society, you didn't have you don't get scrutinized the same way blacks do because of the history of black people in America. And I was like, oh, okay. you should have just said that because I thought you were trying to take away what I'm doing or saying I'm only got to where I got my life because I'm white. And he was like, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you should be proud of your accomplishments and what you do, but there should be an acknowledgement, not that it was easier for you, just that the privilege of being white is you didn't have to face some of the same scrutiny and up against the same odds as black people. I'm like, okay, very wary, fair. So something like that is a teaching moment where, like, I just listened to that guy and I was like, oh, now I look at it different. Now when someone says you have white privilege, I'm not automatically, you know, angry at them I'm like okay I understand I did but that still doesn't take away the fact that you know I've I've been able to do things in my life just like you've been able to do things in your life you know whatever it is so so you just learn a little bit but I do feel like after these these it does feel like too with this you know Roe v Wade stuff where it's like okay now now what like now is there going to be more turmoil? Is it going to be another summer of wildness and protest? Because now in New York, the concealed carry laws are going to change. Not not right away, um, but it's going to change. But I also just think like it's, we just are living in 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 two worlds. There's like this plurality happening in the world because I talked to some of my friends. I talked to to my younger friends about the conceal and carry law. And they're like, oh my God, everyone's going to get shot in the streets and blah, 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 blah. And then I talked to my, older friends and they're like, no, this is a good thing for New York because the criminals are the only ones who have guns. And the reason why you have such a high crime rate is because criminals know most likely people don't have, private citizens don't have guns on them. But that's why you see less robberies and stuff in a place like Texas because the burglar knows if I go into that house, I might get shot with a shotgun. Where in New York, they feel less likely to happen. So there's debates there's two sides to everything baby there's two sides to there's two sides to the gun debate there's two sides to abortion there's two sides to my sexuality there's there's pimp has two different socks on there's <laughs> a, there's a duality in everything in life it's called the yin and the yang baby okay two sides the good wolf the bad wolf that's what it is the right testicle the left testicle we so you just got to i'm saying if you can go out there and try not to pick a side For anything, Try to just live in the middle. I wouldn't have rigid beliefs on anything because rigidity snaps. You got to be fluid, baby. As Bruce Lee said, you got to be water, son. That's what he said. He said, you got to be water, motherfucker. So that's what I think we should strive to be is just not be so rigid. Bend a little bit. Okay, I have this opinion and then gradually it changes because my circumstance in my life changes or I have different experiences in my life or blah, blah, fuckity, blah. But the people who are really stupid are the ones who are unwilling to change. That's annoying to me where I'm like, I don't want to talk to those people. I want to talk to fluid people. You can be fluid whatever the hell you want. You can be fluid with your gender. You can be fluid with your politics. Just be fluid, baby. I like that. I like to talk to people that sway a little bit. Like, you know like that that, that inflatable thing that blows in the wind outside of a car wash? That's the kind of personality I like. You're just all over the place. I want, car wa- I want inflatable car wash personality. That's what I'm looking for. Okay? So if you have that personality, just, you know, email the show. ChrissyChaosPod at gmail.com. China, by the way, has a mind-reading device that can detect when men watch porn. It's called Puerto Rican Jasmine. That's what the name of the device is. is what a So that's the thing. China's got this mind-reading device that can detect when men watch porn. Isn't that just called being a woman? I've never been able to watch porn and get away with it. I've never, ever, ever. Now, granted, that might be because I leave it on, you know, the TV or I, you know, when Jasmine goes to open the laptop, there's a fucking pile of jizz on it. And then I, <laughs> and then I can't get around it. But I've never, like, I don't understand.
0: So how does it work, Pimp? They, they What is it? So it's some kind of, like, radar device that can, okay. like, it can figure out when, like, your brain's. Dropping a certain chemical, which apparently is linked to porn watching. And they're just, all they're trying to do is help uh, the younger part of their population not be addicted to porn because it's destroying their population from what they are.
1: Well, I will tell you, man, I haven't actually been watching porn uh, lately either. A little bit here and there, but not as much. And it really is like, it really is kind of like a difference maker when you stop watching porn because there's like unexpected. There's, um, this unrealistic expectation um, when you watch porn of what sex is, what intimacy is, and all those things. So I kind of stopped watching porn, and now I just either jerk off to thoughts or, um, like, women swimming I've been jerking off to um, a little bit, or I'll jerk off to scenes in movies, like I'll YouTube a sex scene in a movie. Because there's something hot now. There's something that's changing in my mind where it's, like, hot now to, like, not see at all. Like, I don't want to see your open pussy anymore. Now I'd like to imagine what it looks like. Because maybe I would imagine you have one testicle. Just one. <laughs> you know? Just one. Or maybe I'd, I I don't want to see it all. I don't want to see cum on your face. I actually don't want to cum on your face. I I, would, I don't want to do that. It's kind of like, you know. I don't know? think I've ever done that. I, I've, I've done it. But it's a, a lot of times the women, like, ask for it. Because they're... The thing is, women are addicted to porn too. It's not oh, just men. Yeah. The women kidding? are addicted to porn because they're yeah. acting out porn scenes in
0: real life. So so it's it's a two-way addiction, you know? I mean, women have all the toys. They have like a fucking a closet filled of shit. You, do they have a straight like do they have a
1: vibrator for men for like your ass, like a prostate? Oh, I'm sure. I'm because sure. because getting your ass eaten. Um, it's good. There, there's a, uh, My friend is hooking up with a woman Who um, she consistently comes over They're both single But she consistently comes over And they don't make out or have sex Or do anything She just eats his ass And somehow she comes And he comes And then they barely They talk a little bit And then she leaves What but a this great is the, lady this is the, What did you say? What a great lady What a great lady She just comes over <laughs> Eats his ass She'll tell him oh, I'll be here in, in whatever 30 minutes He washes his ass And then that's what they do and that it's a very interesting king. It's a lot of has. pressure. You
0: have to clean that ass real quick.
1: Yeah, a man's ass is because you don't
0: want a tongue. You don't want a tongue full you of. Know, the
1: last thing you want to do is tongue a dirty ass. That's how I got a swollen taste bud. I was,
0: I was, I was eating ass at Hershey Park. Um, but what, what scares me about this technology is they're using it to fight porn, whatever. I kind of like that. But when does it? Like, if we drop that here, and I could detect you not being woke. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I, I, I think. I think eventually the technology will probably get out of hand, but I do think at least for our lifetime there'll always be places where we can move there'll always be little pockets of resistance where we can move like do you think you'll live in America your whole life
0: I really don't know i don't know but like, do you see could you move to would you I'm not in a rush out of here i don't I don't really i I assume it sucks everywhere because well, there's a person
1: that I know in China, and he says he are you an agent yes, and he says. His name is He Hyun He. Her name is He He Juan. And uh, uh, I know don't don't like all those gender pronouns. Just look like Chinese names. Z Z. They're all. I just thought they were all fucking Chinese kids that went to school with my daughter. Um. So so (laughs) yeah. Hi, my name is Zay. I'm like, oh, is that your pronoun? They're like, no, I'm from Beijing. That's just my first name, Z E. Um. So so. I heard that actually it's a huge misinformation or disinformation campaign on the Chinese from America and Russia, maybe more America, I guess, that kind of make China like out to be like this communist, crazy nation that does this and that to their citizens. But when you live in China, it's really not like that. Like just like Australia. I thought Australia was like fully on lockdown and like you got to wear masks everywhere and you got to get anal COVID tests and blah, 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 blah. blah. But then I spoke to a friend that went to Australia and he was like, no, that was like one small village in one small part of Sydney. And the news said that there was the entirety of Australia. But like he said, even the flying to Australia, like, yeah, we had to board the plane with our mask on. But then once we got in the middle of the ocean, there nobody enforced it. When we landed, nobody had to give COVID tests. Nobody's wearing masks. Nobody was doing any of that. It was just like normal. So that's what my friend was saying was about China, was in China, everything is pretty normal. You have pockets of crazy things where this or that happens, but that's America too, like there's still places. in you know, I mean if I put a camera on fucking Park Slope, Brooklyn right now, you would think it was two years ago in the pandemic. And you would think that everyone is just, you know, blue haired Antifa, transgender COVID Nazi. But that's not. It's just a small section of Brooklyn. Because then if I put a camera on Staten Island, you would just see mafiosos eating garlic sticks, beating the shit out of Rudy Giuliani, yelling fucking t- we love Tucker Carlson. So is the mafia coming back? I hope it is. I hope the mafia is coming back. I hope that it is coming back because that's the only true way you want to make your city safe. Bring in the mafia because the mafia will only fuck with you if you fuck with it. It is going to protect women and children at all costs of any race, religion, culture, or creed. This whole idea that the mafia is racist, isn't, they were for sure, but not anymore um, or not as much anymore. Um, they will protect you. The mafia in your neighborhood will protect you. Organized crime is a good thing. You want (laughs) organized crime in your neighborhood to protect your loved ones. You don't want a fucking peacekeeper. You don't want a police officer that doesn't really want to do his or her job, that isn't getting paid well and is scared to take out their weapon. You want organized criminals to come out there and protect you. John A. Light... If John A. Light lives on your block with all his baseball bats, if you're a new fan of the show, John A. Light, we did a podcast episode with John A. Light, geez, this must have been a year ago now, and he was John Gotti's henchman, he used to beat people to death with the baseball bat, served prison time, and then got out, um, you want that guy on your block because nobody's going to rob a house on your block because if they do it once, they'll never do it again because he will find them and kill them and he will be dismembering their body and he will stop and take a shit and then go back and continue to dismember their body and get rid of the evidence. So that's what you actually want. Organized crime is actually a good thing. New York City was was one of the safest cities in the world in the 90s because of organized crime. It was just prevalent and, and that's what it is. This video is sponsored by SeatGeek. I love SeatGeek. It's the app that I use to buy all my tickets. I'm going to see Yankees, Red Sox at Fenway Park. Got the uh, got the tickets on SeatGeek. What I love about it is you can buy the tickets and then they show you exactly where you're going to be seated, or even before you buy the tickets. So I know I'm not going to buy a, a seat with an obstructed view, or I get seats. I'm like, that's not what it looked like. SeatGeek shows you, from the point of view, exactly where your seats are, and it's awesome. And, uh, um, you know, it makes it very simple. The app's on your phone. Um, and they what they do is they put all the tickets from all over the Internet into one place to make buying simple, from sports to concerts to festivals to comedy shows, all on SeatGeek. So you want to buy tickets for anything? SeatGeek is the answer. Um, and I love it, man. It's it's, it's what I've been using pretty much exclusively for the past few years. It's just I've always find the cheapest price on SeatGeek and I just make it simple. Like I said, I always see where my seats at and it's just good. Um, and you know they give you good deals. Uh, they tell they tell you um, the, the best part about it is they have um, these green dots and green dot means good deal red means bad. So it'll tell you beforehand like hey we you know looked at tickets we scoured the internet for all these tickets you know, green is like you're buying them at a good price. Red is you're buying them at a bad price. Other ticket, other ticket sites don't do that. You just buy the tickets and you're like, I don't know if these are good or bad. It's just I bought them off this site. SeatGeek says, no, 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 maybe don't buy them at this, uh, this time or this type of seat because you're paying too much for it. So they're pretty honest. Um, and you are going to get a discount. $20 off your first purchase with the promo code CHAOS. So make sure you click the link in the description to download the app and then put in the promo code CHAOS when it asks where you can put in a promo code. You're going to get $20 off. So use code CHAOS for $20 off your first Seat Geek order. Use code CHAOS for $20 off your first Seat Geek order. Okay? So just go into the link, click it, download the app, all that, go to buy the tickets, 20 bucks off. Just use that promo code chaos. I mean, this genuinely really is a good deal. And, you know, especially now with summer coming up, you want to buy a lot of concert concert tickets, tickets to games, go out, do stuff. Use the SeatGeek app. You hit, Make sure the tickets are green, uh, you know, the little green dots so you know you're getting a good price. And then put in promo code chaos, $20 off the already great price tickets. SeatGeek, I love it. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy is where the fun happens, folks. I talk a lot about... Things that are personal in my life. I talk a lot about uh, things I can't talk about on YouTube at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. And it's just more content for you guys to get through your day. Um, We enjoy doing it. Me and Homeless Pimp talk a lot on it. We have a lot of fun. I also have a comedy special that only lives at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. So for just $5 a month, you can get it all. Go subscribe now. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Go be a Puerto Rican. Um, so this little kid that we're about to show you right now, homeless pimp sent me this video of this little kid who looks like he looks like this could have been me. This could have been me 25 years we ago. No, no. It just starts out the video. It just starts out. It's just a little kid on the street looking at something, and then we pimp pans over to see what he's looking at.
0: This is wild.
1: There it is. Just a beautiful black woman shaking her ass. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you see naked body parts at the
0: Pride oh, Parade yesterday? Oh, yeah.
1: So if I walked around naked today, I'd get a ticket or get arrested. But for the parade, you could just swing your dick and tits around.
0: As long as you're gay.
1: As long as you're gay.
0: Then I want to see that straight white. Tits. Can we start
1: talking about gay privilege at some point? Mm. Can we start talking about gay privilege? That's what I like. You know, because, you know, Bill Maher said this. Even being just a, a regular gay guy now, it's not gay enough. You now you have to be like over the top, over the top queer. Like even for the grand marshals of the pride parade, there wasn't a gay, just a regular gay man. Everybody was uh, trans. I was at the
0: back of the parade. Barstool was like the very back.
1: Oh, did did Barstool get a shitty float?
0: No, no, no. The float was great. We were just at the back of the parade. I have no idea. Did what you actually get
1: them. on the float at some point? I didn't
0: go on the car. I was just hanging out. I got Ian Finance in, and we just Ian ha- Finance
1: was on the car.
0: No, I got him into the event, and then we just filmed, like, Man on the Street, him, like, bothering everyone. Ian
1: Fine Dance, if you, he was on the pod, too. One of the funniest comedians so of all funny, time. Dude, he
0: was cracking me up.
1: Ian Fine, so, yeah, so, so do you think, then, I missed a lot, or I didn't miss a lot?
0: I think you would have hated it because we stood in line for almost three and a half hours, and then we finally moved, and then the parade was over, in like, like nothing. Why did it take— what there's, like, a backup of each float. All right, you go. You join the parade. And so where were you standing in line for three hours? Some, I forget what block, but it was like a, a block from Barstool headquarters. Everyone was drinking. We we're all bombed. It was fun time, but I feel like you would have been like, oh my God. Parking would have been a nightmare. Oh, yeah, you couldn't The park. city was shut down. The, the city all, was, yeah, fully yeah. shut down, dude. It, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but... You know, especially at night, I told you we, we were in an active shooting. Yeah, that I ended saw it up being cause you, fake because
1: you sent it to me and, I, and I, I texted my boy. and He was like, no, nah, not that I know of. It must be fake. And then you saw the news. Dude, it was actually in the New York Post that they've set off fireworks, right? It was
0: <laughs> crazy because I wasn't near the fireworks. so I didn't even hear anything. But all of a sudden, we, me and Venetia, were going to get drinks. We turned the corner and it was low key at this point of the day. And then all of a sudden, like I saw five dudes bigger and taller than me running the other way. And then I was like, Vanity, I think we have to go. And she goes, no, 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 they're they're just fucking around. And then all of a sudden you see maybe 150 people sprinting. All the outdoor seating, they flipped all the tables. All the food was all over the... F- they were like jumping into the restaurant screaming shooter. And then everyone was just... It was a, a stampede. Like if I fell, I would have got like stomped.
1: Yo, so that's that was actually pretty like crazy thing. No, it was... Bro, I could You've never
0: get, been in that situation, I, right? No, I have with the rappers, but... I've never been in one where I'm in a street setting. I'm not in a club. So where were you guys? Were you guys sitting outside eating food? We were walking to get around or we were walking to get food. And then all of a sudden, like, and I lost track of V. I just kept screaming, you got to go this way, V, because she was walking towards it. I'm like, no, there's something happening. So then I was like, I'm going the other way. And I just started running with the crowd. And then all of a sudden we lost each other. And then like two blocks up, we're just happened to be on the same corner. I love that you left the woman. You just immediately ran. No, dude, ran away. she was faster than me. She pulled up and she pulled in front of me. She, I mean,
1: yeah, it's it, it's interesting because we're living in a society now that's so like we're so on edge about a shooting.
0: And I mean, jack giant like perfect men sp- screaming, shooting, and like throwing themselves. One guy ran into the restaurant and like threw himself into the restaurant. I, I felt like the Wild West. Well, at least, I mean, the homeless got free food
1: though. All then, that food all over the floor.
0: Bro, it was just wild seeing them destroy restaurants. What, what street was it on? Where were you? We were in the West Village. It was like a few blocks from the cellar. Damn, dude. Yeah. And then, and then they they how did you
1: find out that it wasn't a mass shooting?
0: Well, we walked like all the way to the water, like walked so far from it and just sat down and had a drink. And then I'm going through Twitter. And like I tweeted, like, what is going on? Everyone's running. And then people said, you know, it was fireworks. It was yeah, dude. Do you think you'll be involved in a mass shooting at some point in your life? I've I've been involved in small shootings, public shootings, right? You know, rappers stole each a other. A gun chains. does
1: sound just like a firework, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I um, interesting. Yeah, I
1: uh, when I got that text, I was like, huh, because I my my first thought was, wow, if there is a mass shooting, he gets killed. How am I going to do the pod tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, by the way, at patreoncom slash Comedy, I'm going to tell you guys all about. The new stuff going on in my life and uh, some other surprises. So go to patreon.com slash chrisdcomedy. Um, A whole other part of the show lives there. Um, And uh, I hold a lot of stuff back here and I go wild on the Patreon. And it's just fun content. If you just, you know, need to get through your day, we are unhinged over there, baby. Um, I, I, um, too, I I think um, uh, this week my Tampa Tony's uh, in the house. Um, He's staying with me. So he's going to come on a Patreon episode, he said. And, uh, dude, Tampa Tony was in my house for maybe 20 minutes. He had just gone here from Florida, took one step down my stairs and fell down the stairs as a 74-year-old guy. And all he did was hurt his back. I was like, you could have, like, literally, like, you could have died. Like, when you're old like that, when you're you're older, if you fall, because he's on blood thinner medications, if you fall and just, like, bang your head, you can have a slow brain bleed and die in your sleep that night.
0: Bob Saget, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, That's what they say. Yeah. And he uh, he you know, he survived um, and he just got like this welt on his back. But like, dude, my dad, it's just interesting. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. Well, you've seen your dad's like a a cripple. Yeah. Right. So it's like interesting to see my dad. My dad's like and then he goes and then he fell again coming out of the pool yesterday. And he just goes and he fell again. I got him onto like a beach chair and he was like, can you just shoot me? He was like, I'm useless. Just shoot me. I was like, dad, I don't have a gun. I do have a Boston cream donut. He
0: was like, I'll take it. No, you do have a gun.
1: Yeah, I do. uh, Boston cream donut is a gun. I know. Dude, I've been lifting weights. I've been getting some of the strongest I've ever been in my life, like almost as strong as I was in college, but I can't lose a single pound because I cannot, I fucking cannot stop eating Boston cream donuts. I love Boston cream donuts. Like you can't imagine. I Who the fuck, what the fuck is Boston cream? What is in that goddamn Boston cream? It tastes like no other cream I've ever tasted in my life. I love Boston cream, dude. Any other city's cream can suck my ass yeast. I only want cream from Boston. Shout out Boston Cream Donuts. Boston cream pie. Shout out Boston fucking cream. Because I w- if you're a baker out there, if you are a baker, can you please bake me a Boston cream pie and send it to Homeless Pimp's house? We're going to give out Homeless <laughs> Pimp's address. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We will tell you Homeless Pimp's address. If you are a baker, please bake me a Boston cream pie, dude. I l- uh, love it. Dude, I'm allergic to something in this apartment. What's in this fucking really? apartment that I'm allergic to? I
0: don't know. It's something. I don't know. Is I it this rug? Cook, I cook Brussels sprouts. Maybe this rug. It's like shaggy. Yeah. Sha- oh wait, hold on. Kimmel cancel? No.
1: Um I uh I yeah. Uh, so what are these robot dogs?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to show you now they can kind of train the robots in like waves to take orders. Oh wow, look at that. Yeah, like imagine these out in the street with guns on them. That's like the future of cops. Yeah, this I I mean I'd rather this thing be a police officer, honestly. Like this, you know? I don't know cuz then they can get hacked. It just becomes like a real like weird issue.
1: Yeah, police like, officers can get hacked too by conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's what getting hacked is is, is, That's is just so falling funny. for a conspiracy theory.
0: Well, I watched a crazy documentary on like the biggest threat to our nation's security is that none of our internet is is safe. Zero. We don't have any security on...
1: Well, dude, the aren't, like the, like, the cables that, like, keep the internet, of, like, together, aren't they just, like, underneath the ocean in, like, China or something like that? Like, it's mm-hmm. something where, like, if one of those cables, like, frays, the entire internet is over.
0: And then they said, like, because of the internet, if the internet goes down, the country would crash completely now.
1: Right. So I wonder if I should just have cash... Just get cash and put it on my walls.
0: I don't know. Look at the, look at the value of cash. It's not it's not.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like as far as investment goes, um, this is Chrissy Investment Time. Um, I'm Chrissy Kramer. Um, as far as investment goes, yeah, because like, they're like, oh, don't keep the cash in the bank because of inflation. Don't buy any property because the property is going to probably go down and interest rates are too high. The stock market's crashing. Bitcoin's crashing. So what am I supposed to invest in? Like
0: I don't know what's like. Not what crashing. am I supposed to do then? What's even gonna happen? Like I don't get, and it feels like nobody's are like really working.
1: It, it, the 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 fact of the mat, like you see it on a very small scale. Like let's say at the comedy cellar, the fact that they still can't get enough staff so they can do their brunch show is pretty scary. Like mm-hmm. now the because now it's like pandemic's been relatively over. Um, no more, no one's getting stimulus checks, but yet still nobody wants to work. So. What do you have to do?
0: And that was another thing at the abortion protest. All these people were chanting worldwide strike.
1: Like the strike on their pussies?
0: Like they don't want to fuck? No, like nobody showed up to work.
1: Right. Let me ask the ladies out there who want to abstain from, you know, they're like, you're not going to get any pussy now because of the abortion stuff. What about doing it in the butt? Is anal okay? I'm just asking. Is if anal okay... Can I eat? Can, can we eat each other's butts? I know no sex. I'll live with that. But can we do other stuff? Can we do butt stuff? Just a question. Um, trans, comp, trans competitor beats 13-year-old girl in New York City women's skateboarding contest. So 29-year-old Richie Trey's win comes amid a national debate surrounding whether athletes born as biological males should be allowed to participate in women's sports. Yeah, I think this is more... This is, I think the problem is with this is there, you know, the difference between gender and sex. Nobody has a problem with gender. You can be whatever gender you'd like to be, but there are only two sexes, male or female. That's just science, it's just XY chromosomes. So I think that's where it gets slippery is when people think gender and sex are the same thing. So this, the the competition stuff, the trans competition stuff, the problem is because you're having someone from the opposite sex. Transgender is, like, fine. And also, like, discrimination, right? Like, what – I was thinking about this. Like, discrimination, it's a negative connotation now, discrimination. But, like, it doesn't really – it's not really negative, discrimination. It's – it's you can discriminate against anything. Like, I don't know. Like, me and Pimp are both adults. I can't play in a children's baseball league. But if I want to identify as a child, are you going to let me play in the league?
0: Such a good sketch.
1: Are we doing it? <laughs> we should do it. That'd dude, so... let's do it before Shane Gillis does.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: want Gillies and Keeves to do that sketch, man. How come Gillies and Keeves never put me in a fucking sketch? Yeah, I was bummed, man. I was bummed. I'm going to beat this fucking piss out of Shane when I see him. <laughs> I'm going to beat him to death with one of the baseball bats that he got on Burt Crashers tour.
0: That looks fun. I know, dude. dude I wish I would have got sick. the fucking ask. You, uh, uh... I would have done it.
1: I would have liked to do one. But I get it. Bert's uh, the manager there. I think two things. One, Bert's manager hates me, two, um, he probably didn't think of me. That's the, probably the bigger thing. Probably as a, we always like to make things up in our head. Oh, it's because of the manager, and it's because of this. It's like, no no, no. just not everyone's thinking about you all the time, you narcissistic little prick. That's all it is, okay? That's If I was sitting next to Bert when he was booking, he would have put me on one of the shows. But what do I expect this guy to think about me all the time just because I cried on his podcast wearing this shirt? I've cried on his podcast a month ago, and it went viral, so I haven't stopped wearing this shirt.
0: <laughs> but just to go back to this, the only thing that bums yeah. me out about the – she's 29. Imagine a 29-year-old competing with Delilah. Yeah. I don't even understand that. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that that's what, – you know, what's the point of – This is like the best. Oh, this is her
1: first. She only won 500 bucks. Just like a bullshit skate competition. Let's get her on the fucking podcast. Do you think I do think it's getting into. um, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, I think with all this stuff is, you know, we're all exhausted by it at this point. So I'm at the point now where it's like, you know what, man, fuck it. Whatever people wanna do, I'll go trans. I heard Tim say something funny, he goes, I'm pro choice, kill everybody, kill the kids, kill the mother <laughs> And it's like I think I think that's how everybody feels. I was like, dude, whatever you wanna do, fucking rip your dick off, beat somebody with it, compete in kids sports, who fucking cares anymore? Okay. Who cares? Dude, you know where I'm going? Um, July 27th, Burlington, Vermont. You ever been to Burlington, Vermont? Yeah, it's fun. Is it going to be dope? I like it. I'm going. It's quiet. It's chill. I'm doing a show. It's called the Higher Ground Ballroom. So I don't know if that's because of like weed and stuff like that, higher ground. Um, But I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, And then I'm going to go to Montreal. Those tickets are going on sale
0: soon. But but you should get an Airbnb. The next day. In Montreal or Burlington? No, Burlington. Nice one with the hot tub. It's fun out there. Okay,
1: Burlington, Vermont. I'm gonna go.
0: Um, I'm going to New England because we got Providence,
1: uh, Rhode Island, um, in a couple of weeks. It's sold out, Um, and then we're gonna go to Yankees Red Sox game with Tampa Tony, Um, and then Burlington, Vermont. I wanna, um, I wanna try to get to Vermont a day early because I, dude, I love maple syrup, and I gotta get one of my, I gotta get my girls Vermont teddy bears, right?
0: Yeah. I gotta go get them Vermont
1: teddy bears. So if you're coming to the shows in Burlington, Vermont, I think what I'll do is I'll get there July 26th, do the show July 27th, and then leave for Montreal in the afternoon of July 28th, um, because I think I have a show in Montreal July 28th. Um, But can you tell me where is – do I just go to the Vermont Teddy Bear Factory and where's the – so that I can find. But tell me where the best place is to get Vermont maple syrup in Burlington, Vermont. I'll be in South Burlington, but I'll stay. Wherever you tell me to stay, that's where I'll stay. So chrisdcomedy.com for Tiki um, Burlington, Vermont. And now here, we always like to end the show with Patreon questions that we found and loved. If you go to patreon.com slash chrisdcomedy, you can be a part of the show. That's the benefit of Patreon. You want to be a part of the show? <gasps> Hold on. <sighs> I wonder what you're allergic to. Dude, I'm allergic to fucking pimp. I'm allergic to Pimp's Apartment. (laughs) Even Clarendon can't stop it. Um, If you want to be a part of the show, the only way to do that is at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We read your name out loud. We read your question, and you're part of the show. You're part of the chaos. I love it. So we found... some of these, uh, these um, uh, we, we scour the Patreon and we got what we think were the best questions. So here is uh, one from Darren Wilkes. By the way, we encourage if people want to make funny Patreon names that they can, that I'll read on the podcast, make funny Patreon names. We'll pick three or four of them and we'll read them. So make up a fun name. It doesn't have to be your regular name. It could be a fun pseudonym or a name from the show or whatever it is. Darren Wilkes, if you could film one episode of the pod. From anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? If I could film one episode of the pod from anywhere in the world, it would be in a uh, German Christmas village with the snow coming down, be a real German Christmas scene. And if I can, I would like to interview Santa Claus in Germany, in the German Christmas village, Santa Claus himself, and ask him if he is in fact a Nazi. That's what I like to know. Because if German's a Christmas holiday and Santa Claus is a German kid, what did he think of Nazism? And is he a German? Is he not? And what did he give? Did, and did, uh, um, you know, during the Holocaust and all that, did he give uh, gifts to the, did he, did he drop off, uh, did he ever accidentally drop um, a bag of gifts down a chimney? Because he thought it was, kids lived there, but it was a gas chamber.
0: <laughs> That's what I like to ask. I'd love to do an ep from Epstein's Island. That's the answer, actually. (laughs) Forget about what I just said, and we're
1: going to do an episode from Epstein's Island. We're going to interview Bill Gates.
0: The price Um, went down. It's a good investment. It is. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) This next one's from Kaiser, K-A-I-Z-E-R. Which founding father do you think would have been a conspiracy theorist? I think Benjamin Franklin, most likely conspiracy theorist. Dude, he was into electricity and lightning rods and flying kites, and he had, like, multiple kids, and he would take, like, five- to ten-year vacations in France, dude. I think Benjamin Franklin was a conspiracy theorist, and I think Benjamin Franklin, dude, he was so ahead of his time. He might have been a time traveler. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of conspiracy theorists that think Benjamin Franklin was so fucking good. At what he did, that he was a time traveler, and he came back. For he was actually from like the future, and he just came back and knew what was going on. Benjamin Franklin. I'm,
0: I'm hyped for like time travel to get to the point where like you can go on vacation.
1: Well, time travel, if it's real, then it exists now because you would have. It would have
0: we just <sighs> haven't tapped it in. Well, no. I oh, mean, no, a time well, travel the would have had would to come fun. to our time. Now. The would be
1: unless fun. our time is so boring that they're like we skip over that generation in world history because it just sucked. That's true. This is from Carrie. What would be your last meal if you were on death row? Boston cream. I mean, yeah, dude. A Boston cream donut and fettuccine Alfredo and, oh. a, and an Aperol spritz.
0: You love Aperol I that's love the, Aperol spritz for the summer. Game, oh, my God. All right.
1: Here's the last one from Daniel Gonzalez. Do you and Pim think if you were alive back in the middle of the Civil War, would you have helped the Underground Railroad or been like, nah? Nah, I think me and Pimp would have helped the Underground Railroad. We would have helped the Underground Railroad, 100%. I would have helped that Harriet Tubman. Why the fuck not, dude? We would have helped, and we would have done a man on the street with the, with the slaves escaping.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, Yeah. crap. and I would have I
1: would have I would have held the best uh, slave interviews uh, at (laughs) Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy would have held them back off the free YouTube. It would be funny. Like we're doing a fucking man on the street in the Underground Railroad, you know, with like Harriet Tubman and like somebody just escaped slavery and then it just cuts to a fucking ad for Magic Spoon. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. What can you do? Mm -hmm. All right, folks. Listen, ChristyComedy.com for Tiki Wickies. I got a bunch of dates coming up. We just added Vermont. Montreal's coming up. Uh, San Francisco's on sale. Chicago Theater. Brea Improv. So have fun. Stay gay. Patreon.com slash ChristyComedy for all the rest of the great pod uh, news. This is the first episode from uh, the Layer de Pimp. And um, I think I want to make this once a month. I want to come in here. And, I, dude, the, first of all, the natural light is sick It's awesome in here. Yeah, It's sick. And then, uh, you share with us um, what your thoughts and opinions are on uh, Roe v. Wade. That's what this show's about, is we really want to get controversial and we want to talk to the people about what they think about the politics of the Supreme Court.